Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Well, hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. How you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I am good. I am good. I'm glad it's the weekend. And we had a definitely pretty uh, interesting week this past week with both soaps, right? Certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, welcome to Soap, I mean, CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we do weekly reviews and recap of both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Um. You have myself here, Letitia, and then you also have Keisha on the line. And um, if you are new here, please continue to follow us. We do. um, We are also on Facebook and the group Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Die Hard, Long Haul Die Hard fans. And then, of course, we both do the. Um, podcast every Saturday usually unless there's a change but we usually get the notifications out there if it comes earlier or later but um, let's jump in hopefully everybody is staying safe staying healthy being happy and enjoying the soaps that we had this past week so Mm -hmm. I think we're going to do it like we kind of did it last week and sometimes we switch up depending on how much content we have but um, this week with the Young and the Restless, which is what we usually start in the first half of the show, um, there wasn't that many storylines because it's centered around Sharon and Adam again. And then mm-hmm. um, who else? Uh, I feel like the, the Adam storyline was the main one. And then maybe the second biggest one was uh, the Amanda storyline the whole thing you know whether or not her and Hillary were sisters so let's do that one first since the Adam storyline had so many extenuating connecting characters to it Mm -hmm. so um, I'll let you start off with the whole Amanda and that storyline okay um (laughs) Did I throw you? Did I put you on the spot? <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, so the the first, I guess, uh, part of that whole situation mm-hmm. was Amanda coming back in town and meeting Nate to get her results, and of course right. they find out she's um Hillary's sister. Mm-hmm. And she goes, she she goes to tell Devon, and Nate asks. Ask her, do you want me to go? 
and she's like, no, I, you know, I think I need to, this is something I need to do by myself. Let me and ask you something tell. right quick. Let me ask you something right quick. Do you, you, can you feel the distance or lack of connection between those two now? Yeah. Oh yeah. That I've been, I said that a few weeks ago where I felt like I started to feel like they weren't really, there wasn't really a connection between the two of them. Mm-mm, it's um, gone. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, you said that you felt like it was probably because um, we haven't really seen them be like intimate with each other, right? And right. Before all the COVID stuff happened, and then now after they can't really um, have intimate scenes now, and they haven't even attempted to do anything to give the impression that they've been like intimate together. So their relationship just seems really cold. Exactly. Exactly. I just wanted to ask you that right quick, but go ahead with uh, that whole thing with the test results. Yeah, and what I was going to say was it seemed like when she told Nate um, that she wanted to go by herself that he kind of had a he felt a way about it, like maybe his mm-hmm. feelings were hurt or I don't know. Did you, yeah, you kind of see mean, the expression on his face? Yeah, because there's a coldness there and you know it's there and I did see Monday's episode and yeah there the the turning point with those two is beginning to happen on Monday and Mm -hmm. um this past week you I totally agree with you it was like he was kind of like dang you gonna leave me out of this I thought we were dating or you know what I mean yeah so I do agree with you that he felt maybe a little um slighted Mm-hmm. by this whole thing you know because she felt you know he felt like man this is something maybe we can bond over and talk about or you know yeah. explore because he did open the door with this whole thing so why not right. continue the conversation with him and Devonis's cousin so I, I don't know I guess exactly. I looked at it as him being there as a at least a comfort or something for Devon when she wouldn't talk to him right that's how I that that's how I saw it. I don't maybe other people might have a different opinion or might feel the way Hillary felt where they felt like maybe it was just something that the two of them need to discuss first before they brought other people in, but I don't know. I feel yeah. like he probably should have went with her. Um, yeah, he's Devon looked like he was kind of shocked. Well, somewhat. I mean, he did say you know, it was only a matter of time, but to actually yeah. now know that right. this is his deceased wife, twin sister. Because, see, I think it would be different if they didn't look alike. This is some, mm-hmm. you know, a totally different face and everything. Oh, yeah, I'm her sister. I think it would be an easily easier way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But because Hillary and, you know, of course, uh, Amanda are identical twins, to me, I was I was wondering what would be going through Devon's mind. Like, oh my God, I actually have the twin connection to Hillary. Now, the thing is, though, is both Hillary and Amanda have totally different personalities, though. Right. That's the, the difference. Go ahead. That's why I felt like this whole situation with her finding out for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, she finally got the test, but come on, guys. She looks exactly like Hillary. Mm-hmm. So what what is the real difference now that you know that, that she's related to her by blood before? They 
they act they're nothing alike personality wise mm-hmm. the only thing that they have in common is their face and she's been there for how long now oh gosh it's, it's, i think she came back on the scene a year ago this in october almost so yeah so i feel like she she's she's been there for almost a year everybody has gotten over the fact that she looks exactly like hillary what how much of a difference does it really make now that you guys know for sure that she's related to Hillary? You know what I mean? So I Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just think, okay, because there's another component in this whole thing. Of course, there's Elena in this too. Yeah. And, I, and that's she she kind of made me mad too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, her insecurities are through the roof. I mean, mm-hmm. what only thing that changed is the fact that he now knows that that's his sister. That yeah. don't mean he's going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to replace Amanda with Hillary and she's going to be the uh, replacement love of my life. And I'm like, right, you need to chill out. Because the biggest yeah. thing that happened when people get insecure is that they make rash decisions. They start acting out yeah. and it usually make the situation worse than better. Right. And you I don't, and, and like you said, that there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing that changes their relationship just because now Correct. they know that that's Hillary's blood sister. And that's what Nate was basically trying to explain to Elena when she um, showed up at the coffee house after Amanda left. And she, you know, basically had a, a, a small, like, freak out when Nate said that they, you know, it was confirmed that that was his, her sister. Mm-hmm. And she starts going into this whole thing. Well, now she's gonna she's gonna be looking to Devon for answers, and now they have this. They're gonna have this bond of Hillary and saying all this stuff. And Nate's like, him, her being Hillary's sister does not change her relationship with Devon. He's not gonna suddenly fall in love with Amanda because <clears throat> she's Hillary's twin. There's nothing. There 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 shouldn't be any changes. So, like, he's basically telling her to calm down. She was overreacting, which she was. She was. I mean, um, and then when she came up in here, you need to basically tell her that you can't give her any more information. And it's like, look, first of all, Elena, calm. if you calm yourself down, because, you know, this kind of is parallel to the whole Chelsea situation, which we'll talk about later with how her insecurities, but you know, we'll deal with that later. But I mean, the thing is, is that you usually, (laughs) when you pull harder, it makes the other person pull away just as hard because Because. it's, it's a form of resistance. So for her to say, I think you need to be done with the situation. You gave her enough what she could let it go. And a part of him was like, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah." Guess what? It's not going to go away that easy because a part of him still wants to give a man the answers and he have every right to do that. Like you just said, um, Keisha, it's not like, he sees her and he's going like, oh my God, I'm going to jump back in the bed with her because that's Hillary 2.0. Mm-hmm. No. And mm. the thing is, you looking at the, I mean, Elena is looking at the superficial mm-hmm. versus Amanda being totally different. Because even look at Cassie and Mariah. 
Cassie's personality is totally opposite of snarky Mariah. Right. You know what I mean? So, and I mean, we've even seen it in real life examples like T and Tamara. They are totally different. They Mm -hmm. may look alike, but they're totally different in personality. So for Elena to think that, you know, Devon is just going to fall for Amanda, then her and Hillary is like two different polar they're polar opposites in personality yeah <laughs> so, right and i was a but, little i will mm-hmm. say that i was a little um i was a little bothered by amanda as well though so after she you know tells divine the results and they're like talking a little bit mm-hmm. and she i feel like she was badgering him you could tell that Devon was starting to get uncomfortable um, when mm-hmm. she kept asking questions or kept saying little things about Hillary, about how she could imagine, you know, the family dinners there and imagine Hillary standing at the window and coming down the steps and she was so in love and so happy. Like you could see the um, the uncomfortableness on Devon's face when she was saying that. And it's like, Amanda, chill out. <laughs> Like I get, yeah. I get that you're excited that you've learned that you you had a sister out there, um, but you also have to take into consideration that how Hillary passed away, that it took Devon um, a long time to get past her death, um, and he clearly is still not completely over the fact that she's that she's dead, um, mm-hmm. based on what he's you know how he said he basically that he never he would never love anybody the way he loved Hillary. Um, so it was like she, and even after the first time he said, you know, he doesn't think he can talk about it anymore or talk about it anymore right now, whatever it was he said to her, she says, okay. But then she keeps going on and on about it. And it's like, yeah. he's already asked you to stop. So just, you know, just thank him. Stop talking about it. And maybe you can come back to it later. But I feel like the more she tries to push him to talk about her, the less inclined he's going to be to want to, to help her <clears throat> well we definitely will see something interesting about that on monday so um but in regards to um the you know that whole thing i agree with you because if somebody says you know this is kind of because yeah i mean is it bringing some, a flood of emotions to amanda of course you just learned that this girl is your sister mm-hmm. that you found and lost in the same moment Right. Um, but at the same time, somebody that was deeply affected by everything was Devon. And when he put up that boundary to say, you know what, I need some time. This is what I can tell you. Mm-hmm. We need to let this go. And you keep pushing. Yeah, that's a problem. Sometimes, yeah. especially like you say, it wasn't like. And no type of death is is. um more or less than the other but Mm -hmm. this was a tragedy right i mean she was killed in a car accident devon's own sister was involved his nephew was involved you know and then the girl that they was looking for i forgot that girl that they was on the road looking for and they were arguing in the car i mean that whole scenario was extremely tragic and it and it caused upheaval in that entire family because of the circumstances around that so i think yeah amanda i look i i understand her level of excitement Mm -hmm. but at the same time she should also understand 
the impact of losing that same person did to Devon. And it's only been, what, two years. Mm-hmm. It's not like this was five, six, ten years ago. And even still, that's going to be tough for somebody. This has only been uh, just over two years now that the whole Hillary um, accident happened. So, I mean, yeah, I agree with you, you know, that she kind of needs to, like, back off, you know. And yeah. then it brought some emotions out of him about the fact that Hillary was the one woman that he loved all of his life. And then here come Elena walking in the door. I'm like, right. oh, crap. Yep. <laughs> Yep, bad timing on that one, Devon. <laughs> yeah, and but Devon he, looking like, oh shoot, now I gotta yeah. explain myself, you know. But I'm glad he was on. He was still honest with her. Like after Amanda left, after Elena mm-hmm. had to ask her twice <laughs> to leave, um, and him and Elena were talking, and he said he's not gonna take back what he said about Hillary because that's how he feels. So I thought that was, um, I like that he continued to be honest with her about his feelings about Hillary and that he didn't try to um I don't know cover it up or downplay it. Downplay it, it yeah. yeah. So listen, then I'm gonna throw a little bit of twist in here because that's the same thing and I know we're not there yet, but that's kinda like the same thing Brooke said to Ridge, how Bill is always gonna she was gonna love him all of his mm-hmm. life. Is that something similar? What do you think? I think it I think it is. Okay. I don't I don't disagree that um there was something wrong with Brooke saying that to Bill. I think it was just I think the t- the timing was wrong. It's not something that you're going to say in front of the person that you're in love with that you're going right. to you know what I mean? I, so I, that's why I didn't I don't disagree that I don't think what Brooke said to Bill was was wrong or messed up. I just think it was bad timing because Rich heard her say it. And she probably could have maybe, yeah, said it a different way. When I heard him say that when I was watching the show this week, that was the first thing that popped in my mind Mm -hmm. because it's kind of similar to what Brooke was saying about Bill. Only difference is, of course, Hillary is not here. Right. Bill is still here, you know, and the other question I would want to ask Elena, okay, yeah, Amanda's walking around, but is she jealous of Hillary's ghost yes. or the affection that's left behind with Devon because of that? She, I think she definitely is because I feel like before Amanda came into the picture and mm-hmm. Devon was still struggling to get over Hillary's death, I felt like she um, kind of felt I don't know. I, 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 I think she kind of felt a way about him not being able to get over Hillary. And then when mm. Amanda shows up, it, that just made it even worse because now you got a, a constant reminder of someone who looks just like her. Now you now, now it's going to be even harder for you to get over her. But the thing is, Amanda, Amanda is not even interested romantically in Devon right. at all. Elena don't or she don't see it that way. She don't I mean, see I don't it think, that way. I don't think she thinks that Amanda is interested in, in him, but mm-hmm. to her it doesn't matter because all that matters is Devon sees someone that looks like the woman that he was madly in love with. Yeah, and that's her own um, head talking mm-hmm. to her. I mean She was not... I feel like she was just extremely selfish because I feel like she made this situation about her relationship with Devon and not mm-hmm her friend, which her and Amanda were friends. 
and not her friend finding out some good, you know, some good news about her background. Here's the interesting thing that I'm, that I find about Young and Restless in regards to Amanda. They keep saying and reinforcing that Devon is the only person that knows her. She was best friends with Phyllis. Mm-hmm. She also worked side by side, which is another person who knows her intimately and knows her situation is Mariah. Mariah, right. if she sat down and had a conversation, not only could she compare notes about Hillary, but mm-hmm. Mariah, if you take away her snarkiness, but she don't have Amanda, she could be the one to help her understand this whole losing a twin thing. Yeah, you I know, think about went that. through it too. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, Mariah could be like, hey, I'm in the, I was in the same situation as you are. I came back to town. Everybody looked at me as if they saw a ghost. I didn't know I had a sister. I was separated at birth, you know, and come to find out Sharon mm-hmm. was my mother. You know, this is how I dealt with living like this. And at the same time, Mariah can give her information about working alongside with um, Hillary every day. You know, I'm surprised they haven't made that connection with those two because they've gone through a similar situation. I wonder if they will now, though, because now that she knows for sure that Hillary um, was her sister, I wonder if maybe now they'll connect her to Mariah. I mean, honestly, I would think that would be a route to go. Now, I will tell you, um, Amanda and and uh, Mariah have not been in the same space in any scenes that we've ever had since she's been back. Yeah, I think maybe once when Mariah saw her, but they haven't been in any scenes together. This would be a good opportunity, especially for them, for her to get information. Because Devon is not the only person that, you know, spent time with Hillary and know Hillary. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Neil was the other person, but of course, he's no longer here. Right. But outside of that is Phyllis, which she has a friend. Amanda has a friendship with Phyllis right now. Mm-hmm. And Mariah. Yeah. So hopefully now that this is out, they can explore those avenues. I'm hoping that they do. Right. My my first thought about Mariah was uh, Hillary and Mariah didn't always have a good relationship. They bumped heads a lot, and Hillary was very cruel to Mariah sometimes. Um, but then doesn't she's mean more that... objective than anything because right. everybody else is going to give her the oh she's so sweet she was great she did this and that part is true. But yeah. Mariah can also give the raw, unfilt- unfiltered version of Hillary as well. Because Amanda needs to know that as well. I mean, yeah. Hillary did some things when yeah. she was in Genoa City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, no, I, I, so... I didn't mean that in the sense that maybe she, oh, no, no. she shouldn't yeah. talk to her. But mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if Mariah is like, which I think she will be completely honest with Amanda if um, they do end up putting them together so she gets more info on Hillary mm-hmm. how honest she yeah. was with her about it because Hillary was some she was she was a trip for a while she was yeah I mean <laughs> between going back and forth between Neil and Devon and when Neil was blind and mm-hmm. then the whole thing was trying to seduce um Kane to get photographs that was the reason she came to town yeah 
you know, to set him up and ruins Neil's family's life. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that she did that, um, you know, obviously Amanda needs to know both sides. You need to know exactly not because she did some good things. I mean, she helped. I think the little girl name was Shauna. Shauna. Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah, she helped the little girl. The, the she was getting because she was a she was dating Charlie, mm-hmm. and um, you know helping her get scholarships to go off to college and all of that stuff. So I mean, she did some good, but she also had that other side to her too. Right. So people like Phyllis and Mariah can give Amanda that part of it. Yeah. That Devon maybe can't give her right now. You know so. Yeah. Um, what else happened? I mean, there was some interaction between Amanda and Billy for a hot minute. Yeah, Billy kind of comforting her um, after she left. And Devon she out. went off. Yeah, she did. She did go off on him for a second, but she, she, she chilled out and yeah, she opened did. up to Billy about what happened, and they, uh, um, they decided that it was okay for him to be there for her as a friend. Because he basically said, I'm I'm just trying to be here for you like I would be anybody else that I'm friends with. There's nothing more to it than that. And I think So that you that know what that tells you, right? Lucifer. That when her being so defensive like that, there's a part of her that she's trying to resist mm-hmm. when it comes to Billy. Yeah, I agree. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if it wasn't nothing, you wouldn't be so worried about it because you already know where you stand. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there's a part of her that still is connected to Billy. So we, it's you know, it, the writing's on the wall with what the writers are doing with putting them two together. Billy mm-hmm. and Amanda are going to <laughs> go on a collision path with each other. Pretty yes, soon. they so, are. Yeah. Um, is that what else? Do we have anything else? That was the biggest thing with that though. Elena, we talked about her. Mm-hmm. We talked about Devon. We talked about Billy. Yeah, that was it for that storyline. Okay, so let's jump in and um, dive into the whole Adam thing. Wait, do we want to talk? Go ahead. Do you want to talk about uh, Lola and her little attitude this week, real quick, before we get into the bigger storyline? All I'm gonna say. (laughs) All I'm gonna say is on Monday. Um, I I was I'm happy with Theo. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, so, uh, I'm gonna give me that link. That send me the link. I want to watch it now. <laughs> Girl, well, listen, I gotta tell you, but oh my goodness, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what. Uh, mm, okay, I ain't gonna spoil it. So, anywho, yeah, her attitude sucked. It did. It definitely did. She she didn't went right back to this girl. Jumps to conclusions all the time. Jumps to conclusions. I mean, overreacts. Um, thinks that everybody can read her mind and knows what she wants out of them. You have not made it clear to Theo one time what you really want in this relationship with him. And I put yeah, relationship but... in air quotes because they haven't even established that because she's trying to play it cool. Girl, I can't. I mean, <laughs> honestly, when they when they removed her from Kyle's orbit. Mm-hmm. To place her in the direction of Theo, I was like, okay, maybe she'll loosen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And listen, I don't want to get it misconstrued because whatever your standards that, because you know that's a big issue about people having standards, right? Have whatever standards that you want to have. 
However, if it's to the detriment of yourself and other people, mm-hmm. you might need to relook at your standards. Because, I mean, her standards are the way they are, but they're stressing her out at the same process. I don't even How? feel like she's got, I don't even feel like she's got standards. I just feel like she expects, she expects people to know what she wants and she gets mad when they don't. And so I feel like there's a difference in having standards and being rational. And she just isn't being rational about everyday situations. And she expects Theo to read her mind. Yeah. Well, when you get a chance to see Monday, that was one of the words that was thrown out. So maybe that's why I'm looking. I got to let me backtrack. (laughs) (laughs) But anywho, um, yeah, like she has. Okay, I'll change the wording. Expectations. She have yeah. expectations of how she think a person should act around her, what they mm-hmm. should do, what they should say, what they should not say. And you can't control the actions of another individual. And yeah. for her, listen, a person, a PR person like Theo, who's going to have a lunch meeting with women, who's going to meet with a female blogger mm-hmm. or something, Every time he goes out or you see him in, your, as she say, my restaurant, you, that, you work there. That's, <laughs> listen, right. don't let me get started with her on that one. Because she was like, bringing in my restaurant. Um, okay, yeah, I understand you the head chef, but the restaurant belonged to Abby, okay? So don't get that twisted. <laughs> um. But the thing is, is that he's going to have meetings. And that mm-hmm. whole interaction that he had with Chelsea, on what planet would she actually think that he was going to go off somewhere with her doing something else? Even Mariah told that. Him. Even Mariah yeah, stuck I'm, up for Theo. Like, I, I think, I don't, this isn't, I don't think this is what you think it is. Like, she's engaged to um, Adam. She's in a, they're in a relationship. That I, that's I. She was like, I seriously doubt that her and Adam or her and Theo are. There's something going on there. Yeah, I mean, and then what? What she was like? Oh, well, I didn't know they was engaged. Okay, even if you didn't, why did you think that him and Chelsea was doing something? Right. Well, he was flirting with her, dude. It's called finessing in business. I mean, what you expect him to be when you a PR person and you try, you a salesman. Whether you're selling cars, whether you're selling media time, whether you're selling space. And, you know, of course, Chelsea had a whole nother agenda, which we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But he's being a salesperson. Part mm-hmm. of being a salesperson, unfortunately, is persuasive manipulation. Charming. And being charming. Yeah. And being charming. So, I mean he's going to have those kind of meetings. You ain't that you ain't the, you need somebody who's going to be sitting at home waiting on you and who's going to be up under you each and right. every day. And that's not Theo. It's just not, it ain't even Kyle. Right. I feel, I feel like she's one of those people that character is someone that cannot be happy. Like she looks for reasons to be mad. Just like yep. before, before that happened, the, you know, her walking in and seeing him talking to, Chelsea, um, mm-hmm. when her and Theo first uh, they first appeared on screen, 
and they were talking about their miscommunication and she said she knows that she needs to work on um telling him how she really feels and because he said I'm not psychic you know I don't I I don't I can't read your mind I don't know what you want you have to tell me um and she agreed that she needed to work on that and then they have that little back and forth and she said she slips in there something about mm-hmm. um it being a bonus that she's Kyle's ex and he's and he says and he says yes or whatever it was he agrees and she immediately she set up a trap yep she set him up and she was like that's what I thought and walk and walks away from him yeah it's like playing why? games exactly why would you do that you were looking for a reason to be mad at him by doing that mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. it was unnecessary and you got a lot of nerve to be telling him about whether or not it's a plus being with you you still chose to be with him while still being legally married. Now, granted, so is Kyle choosing to be with Summer while legally mm-hmm. married. But stop throwing digs at, at folks. Right. And you got stuff going on in your own personal life. You know, and so I, I just, I hate what they're doing. They could do so many other different things with this character. And granted, Sasha Calais is playing this to the hilt. Well, I got to give it to her because when yeah. you can really make a bunch of people mad, yep. <laughs> she's doing her job. Right. And even Theo called her out. Like, you told me at one point that you were, that being with me was sticking it to Kyle. Because I, re- I remember him asking her that question when they first started hanging out. He mm-hmm. asked her, um, Are you doing this to get back at Kyle? And she said something like, It is a, a bit of a bonus or it does kind of make me happy that he squirms about this or whatever it was that she told him. He pointed that out to her and she still it, it was, she's being a hypocrite. She's being a hypocrite and then she threw it back at him as a way of trying to punish him for something mm-hmm. because like you say she's looking for things to get mad about. Yeah. Listen I mean honestly was the way that it was written Kyle was um Lola's first relationship or I should mm-hmm. say first time sleeping with somebody if you're not over that don't be bothered with Theo don't be bothered with anybody until you can figure that, all that out right you know but of course this is the soap so she's going to be I don't what do you at this point if they move Theo out of her orbit what else are they going to do with this character that's what I'm interested to find out are you going to please don't push her back to Kyle I hope not. Because for some reason, I have a feeling that that's where they're going with this thing. Oh, yeah. You said that last week. You felt like that's why they were dragging out the divorce. Yeah. I mean, because they don't have anything. It's like, why you you have no kids? You have no property. You lived in an apartment upstairs with him when y'all broke up. Y'all, he don't own society. You don't own nothing at Jabot. What's the problem? Yeah, that is a good question. So I have a feeling that, and, you know, looking at the the way things are going in summer, it's the happiest she's ever been. Usually there's, when it comes to soaps, there's a letdown coming. Yep. So let's talk about those two. What do you think about the proposal? And I think that was Thursday or Friday when he gave her that cherry twist tie thingy Mm -hmm. for her finger. I I thought it was sweet. Um, it was cute because I I feel like that was the first time that we saw Kyle really open up about how he feels about Summer and their future. Because before mm-hmm. I feel like it's always been Summer bringing it up. This time mm-hmm. it was Kyle bringing it up unprovoked. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hoping that this means that Kyle really does want to be um, in a serious committed. relationship with her. Yeah. yeah, committed to her because he even brought up kids. Yeah, I just, I just feel I could be wrong. But there's something that's going to be a fallout up in this. I, I just, it's just too easy. <laughs> yeah, because this was what the second, third person that's asked about his divorce. Yeah, and the, the ranch. Exactly. And Nick is not 100%. He's like, you know what? I just feel that they ain't going to make it. And when you mm-hmm. see a character consistently saying that the way that this is written, mm-hmm. something else is going to be coming up the pipeline. Something. So, yeah. we will see. We will yeah. see. So, did we cover that quad? We we dealt with Theo and Lola and Summer yeah. and Kyle. Is that it? Yep, that's it for them. Okay. So, let's move on to, I guess, the whole thing with... Um... <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was hilarious. Um, The whole thing with um Adam and Sharon, and Ray, and Chelsea, and everybody else connected, even Billy, Alyssa. (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole big, a whole big mess right there. (laughs) Well, listen, did did you find it interesting of the 360, because it's not 180, I guess. Yeah, I guess it could be 180. Turn that Adam made this week. Yes, how she finally convinced him to come back home, and it was just like, girl, I don't know. It was, I was like, easy. wait a minute, <laughs> it was too easy. He was adamant for what two weeks, two Thank or three you. weeks about leaving Chelsea and uh, Connor, and then suddenly it was just like she asked him to come home, and he's like, okay. Well, well she, remember she said, she let's get married. To him. Yeah. Right. She said, let's, let's get, get married. married so you know that I won't leave you. And of course he was hesitant and then it was and then it was just like that. He decided yeah, I didn't like how home. that went. I kind of I mean, granted, I didn't know what because a lot of people thought he was leaving the show. I saw all of the articles, people in the groups was like, Man, is Mark Grossman leaving the show? Because I mean he's leaving, you know. And so I was like, okay, what are we doing with this? Because I was getting kind of worried too. I'm like, they just got him back. What are you talking yeah. about? And so when they did this 180, 360, however you would describe it, it was just really quick because he was self-loathing and, mm-hmm. oh my God, my brain, I'm in a dark place and I don't know what to do with this. And then he flipped to, okay, yeah, we got a plan. What are we doing? And I'm like, yeah. what? Yep. And for a minute there, I, I I was thinking, okay, maybe they're setting this up with them because this is their way of putting Chelsea or um, putting Adam and Sharon back together. But then I, I was thinking that wouldn't make sense because nope. he wants to leave town. So why yep. would he, why would they do this just to put him with Sharon and he's still in the same town, just living in a different house with a different woman and not with his wife and kids? Like why yeah. would, why do you think you'll ruin Chelsea and Connor's life, but you won't ruin Sharon's life? So. And this is exactly in a way, mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of quick how Adam turned, but this is kind of in the way, the direction that they need to go with Shauna on both. Stop mm-hmm. whining for three, four weeks. Just what are you going to do? Okay, we in, we in. Let's, let's right. keep it going with Ridge instead of going back and forth and whining and leaving. I shouldn't be doing this. So, anywho, 
he made the decision to stay and they immediately start talking about getting revenge on Victor. <laughs> exactly. But I was actually pretty happy about that because I was sick of the whining. I'm like, oh my God, Adam, please. Because I'm an mm-hmm. Adam fan. I, I, you know, I mean, I like the soaps. A lot of people don't like Adam. I am mm-hmm. an Adam fan. But for him to get out of that whole woe is me for the last two weeks to say, oh yeah, we're going to put some stuff together. What are we doing? I'm like, okay, let's put in some work. Well, what are we doing? Yeah. But so my question about that, when she said mm-hmm. that, I'm tr- I'm thinking like, what re- what revenge are they trying to get on Victor? I'm lost there. Like, what is well, it? I think the well, payback see, here's for the thing. Here's the thing because I think it's going to change, which goes into my flip flip the script for last week, which mm-hmm. is what I was uh, saying about how Victor and Adam need to join forces and maybe get this out in the open before <laughs> Alyssa and the rest of them do. Mm-hmm. Which takes that leverage away, because I, all the previews for next week, there's a conversation that Adam is having with Victor, saying, "You know what? With everything that's going to go down, we need to get Connor out of town." Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering now, because remember, um, I think that happened yesterday when Adam overheard talking to Alyssa about what's about to happen and didn't he hear um yeah he did didn't he hear victoria talking to billy too at the end of yesterday's Mm -hmm. episode right yep so now he realizes that oh this is just not me coming after him they're coming after the both of us so you know so i'm hoping that they me honestly you know, who knows what that little clip for next week when they showed the promos, what that meant when he was talking to Victor. But I'm hoping those two join forces to actually undercut Billy, Victoria, and Alyssa. Do they know that Victoria is helping Billy? Yeah, because he was, Adam was listening when but Billy he, he wouldn't and have been Victoria able to hear was, who talking. He was talking to. Did he say anything that indicated that he was talking to Victoria? Because he wouldn't have been able to hear Victoria's voice. Well, Victoria was in his office. I thought they were on the phone. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Let me think. (laughs) What's the matter? I was like, I thought, wait a minute. I got to, because I saw, was it hopefully that was on Monday? There was at one point. (laughs) What'd you say? I said, hopefully that wasn't on Monday. No, no, on Monday. That happened. It did happen Friday. So Victoria saw him in the office at one point during the week, mm-hmm. but when they had that conversation yesterday, he was on the phone talking to Victoria. She wasn't in the office. But I thought he brought up her name, though. He he it may have. I, I couldn't remember if he said because, her name. Or not. Yeah, and then of course Alyssa came up in there, you know. And I'm like, here's my thing, though. To be fair, Adam needs to include chance on this he has to that's not fair for let to let all this stuff blow up when chance is a big piece of this and the fact of the matter is is that um billy and the rest of them except for Alyssa, mm-hmm. but billy and victoria don't know that chance have anything to do with this 
And you know that's what I'm saying. You hurt, you think you hurting just Victor and um, you know Adam, but this could also hurt Abby yep. and Chance as well. But you know Victoria don't care. Yeah, she don't yeah. care because if she did, she wouldn't be doing it in the first place. Yep, that's true. She she's just. And my thing is, why are you so upset? You got the seat back. Now, granted, did did Victor handle this wrong? Of course he did. But she's acting like she's been not treated. Like I said, Victor has a sordid past with his kids. But, you know, Victor has been in Victoria and Nicholas's life for all their lives. Right. He hasn't been in Adam's life 100%. So sometimes when, you know, Victor says those things, I agree with him. He's like, look, I'm trying to fix this thing with him, you know, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, he causes collateral damage to other family members. So, I mean, it's a lot of people affected by his behavior, but Victoria Mm -hmm. is like, either you all in with me or you all out. And that's not fair. Right. I mean, what are your thoughts selfish. Yeah, she is. Victoria's selfish. She always has been selfish. She doesn't care how this is going to affect um, Billy's business. She doesn't care how it's going to affect her dad. She definitely doesn't care about how it's going to affect Adam and Chelsea and Connor. All Mm -hmm. she cares about is getting her revenge on on Adam and her dad for doing her wrong or for what she feels like, you know, they did to her. Um, And she's doing it in the most the, the worst way possible, which is teaming up with the person that probably hates her dad the most, Billy. Even even Jack tried to get Billy to yes, not. Yes, he did. That was on Monday, I think it was, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He said, you know that he's going to retaliate and he's he's probably going to it could be at the cost of ruining ChanceCon. And he tried to get him to reconsider. And you notice that Billy didn't tell him that Victoria was the one he was working with. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, he Billy, even though he's walking around telling people, even Alyssa, you know, I, you know, I've gotten past all of the hurt that he's done to me. I had to learn to get past it. Billy, you're not past it, right? <laughs> so you still, go ahead. Does uh, does Lily did Lily agree to this? I can't remember. Or I is mean, he going I think she agreed hand. to having the story written. Uh-huh. I don't know about everything else though with this whole Alyssa and hiring a private investigator to go find the man's wife and I don't know about all of that. You know what I'm saying? So did she, is she okay with cuz Alyssa works for the company now, right? Right. Yep. Did is she okay that? I mean, Lily has been pretty much missing this week. So I I'm not sure. Okay. I couldn't remember. I'm not sure at all. But I tell you one person I'm not happy with, Who's Sharon. That? Oh yes, girl. What the freak? And that's how I said, "What the freak?" <laughs> she just. Came, Why did you send that go. text? Why would you send a text like that? She. she I know you think go we crossed the line, but I needed this too, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> Anybody yeah, would have saw that text. If Ray had have saw that text. He would have. It would have blew his top. Yep. And you know, she knew that it was something wrong with it because she kept hesitating. I don't know what to say. Let me erase yeah. this. Let me. And then you come up with that. She should have just once her and Adam decided not to work <clears throat> together anymore. Um, that should have been the end of it. 
why are you continuing to talk about it? Why are you sending him text messages about um, you guys' therapy sessions or, you know, whatever you want to call it? Like, let it go. Yeah. And that is exactly the reason why Mm -hmm. Ray and why Chelsea had had issues with them working together was because it got too personal, just like they said it would. And she is still lingering around thinking about thinking about him because she sent him that text message because he definitely looked like to me he had totally released her you Mm -hmm. know he was like you know what I'm just gonna handle it by myself I mean that's what he told Chelsea when Chelsea was like I think because he you know Chelsea was trying to set him up with the whole bug that she put into Billy's office Mm -hmm. and trying to set up his phone and then she picked up his phone and saw that text like what does this mean I don't, you know, and I ain't mad at Chelsea because when you read something like that, your mind is most definitely can go there. What is of she course. talking about? Yep, especially knowing that she had been to the motel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he and Adam didn't lie. Adam was like, look, and hey, it got a little deep. I was going through my stuff. She found out that you know, she's going to have to have more surgery because the cancer split into her lymph nodes. She needed somebody and she just let it off. It's different. But, mm-hmm. and you know, it seemed like Chelsea kind of mellowed out like, oh my God, really? And what, should, what happened? Because it's when you're telling like somebody something like that, you know, your cancer is metastasizing, you know, of yeah. course you're going to be like, oh, wait a minute, I got mad. Oh man, that what it was? That's it? Yeah, that was it. But, it seemed like she mellowed out, but we 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 saw what happened ooh, later on. Girl. <laughs> but you know, I don't even blame her because it made no sense for Sharon to send that text. Zero. Right. Yeah, it was pointless. And if and I was her, I would delete that text because what? Who's to say Ray don't come down the line, go through her phone, and see that text? Right. But yeah, Chelsea came over there like lightning fan. <laughs> lightning fast for you stay away from my fiance exactly and I don't blame her stop sending texts like that yeah I don't blame her either you know it'd be different if, he said, if she said you know what I understand we have both difficult time with you and what happened with your childhood and me with what happened with my cancer I really appreciate that but you don't send no vague texts like that right <laughs> Okay, oh, yeah. So, like I said, as much as I wanted Adam and Sharon back together, I don't want them together back like this. Right. Yeah. I agree. Not this direction. But um, what did you think about? Okay, because we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier when we were talking about Lola. Mm-hmm. You talking about Chelsea, the con artist? She definitely manipulated Theo. Theo oh, ain't as slick as he think he is. She sure did. That was an easy manipulation because Theo, when it comes to women, Theo is, I think he, I feel like he's clueless. He thinks that he is charming and is getting over, but Chelsea easily charmed the pants off of him and got him to do what she wanted, which was take her back to that office so she could plant that bug. Yes, she did. She was like, oh, yeah, I got an easy one here because he liked to flirt. He wanted to buy me a drink. I'm going to take advantage. And I'm glad she put that bug in the office, but she almost got caught. 
Because yeah, Billy did. was like, uh, what are you doing here? I was wondering how she was going to play it off. Oh, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea is good at playing fake. But she listen. did it with Alyssa. <laughs> uh, yes, she did. Yes, she yeah. did. But let me ask you this, because do you think Billy knows what's up? Because when he had a conversation with Theo, was it Theo? He was like, yeah, I think we've been uh, spotted or something okay. like that about what we was trying to write or whatever. Mm-hmm. And oh, was he telling that to Alyssa? One of the two. So he, he knows, was... huh? I think it was Alyssa he was telling that to. Yeah, yeah, so he knows that Chelsea ain't coming over there for no media space for her clothing yeah. line. Well, she knows. Mm-hmm. He was stupid. Him and Alyssa, I mean, if they were trying to keep this private, him and Alyssa shouldn't be out in public meeting with each other because that's how Chelsea found out they were working together in the first place. Girl, they were at the coffee house talking. I thought they was at society. They were at the coffee. Oh, maybe house? It, maybe it was society, but they were out in public together talking, and that's yeah. that's how Chelsea saw them. <clears throat> because in Chelsea's mind, Alyssa don't know nobody here. Why is she talking to Billy? So of exactly. course it's gonna look suspect. Yep. Yeah. And they they know that she already been around there asking people questions because she because of how she approached Chance, she found mm-hmm. out about about that. So. I mean, yeah, of course she's gonna she's gonna know that something is up between those two. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is true. Well, did we cover a lot for them or we did you have anything else for this storyline? Um what so what do you think about how the dynamic between Chelsea and Adam and Chance and Abby are gonna be after this? Because we saw how um, Abby told Chelsea she would always have her back, but now you see Chelsea is working with Adam to get revenge on Victor mm-hmm. or whatever it is that they're planning. And then how Adam uh, how Adam treated Chance when Chance confronted him about the whole Vegas thing and Alyssa doing her story. He wasn't he wasn't very nice to Chance about that. I'm hoping that now with the information that they have, because I don't think at the time Adam knew the severity of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Now that he knows how deep this is with Alyssa, Billy, and Victoria, and depending on what's coming up this week with what else information he finds out with them talking in the office, I have a feeling that it may get to a point that he might have well I'm hoping he even tell Chance you know so Chance can also prepare Abby that's the other thing that Adam also need to consider whatever is going to affect Chance is going to affect his sister mm-hmm. so I, I wonder if he's even going to look at it like that though because him and Abby don't have a good relationship is he even going to care about that yeah but it's I've been they've been tolerant toward each other because she's not happy with him meaning Adam, but at the same time she saved everybody when that guy came after Chelsea and and Connor in the, her hotel and then the fact that he helped save Chance's life. So she's became, she don't like him but mm-hmm. she's became tolerant of him. You know, so she's not actively pursuing him like maybe Victoria is. You know, and even Nick is still feeling some kind of way because he wants Sharon to stay away from him. 
But you don't hear Abby in a vendetta against Adam right now. So I just think that because remember, Abby told Chelsea also early this week when she was trying to talk to her and Chelsea was trying to get away. I hope you taking care of this whole thing with what happened in Vegas. So some kind of way they're going to need to collaborate. And I'm hoping that would be a great storyline if the four of them. And you might have to sprinkle in Victor because Victor also needs to know what's coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, to have them try to deal with, you know, the That's three-headed funny. monster, which is Alyssa, Billy, and Victoria. Yeah. So. It'll I wonder be an if interesting dynamic if they can rebuild that relationship because he need a family member on his side. I wonder if Billy will throw. I, I don't. I wonder if they will be able to figure out because I still don't I'm not convinced that or I don't think that they know or that Adam knows that it's Victoria that's giving him this information. I think that he thinks that it's all coming from Alyssa. So I wonder and I don't I don't think so like when all this stuff starts coming out, I don't think Billy is going to throw Victoria under the bus and say I've been this is who I've been working with. But I thought he's going to protect her. Either he said something on the phone or I thought he said something to Alyssa about the fact of Victoria because there was some conversation where Alyssa was telling Billy like, and Victoria's on board with this and I got to go back and look at that but some kind of way, yeah, is that um, I feel like Alyssa Sorry. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like Alyssa, when Alyssa asked him I feel like she said, "Is everybody on board with? Is everybody on board with the story?" And was it specific in name? Okay, so she I, I'm gonna have talking. to look because I thought sure that came up. I even thought the fact that when he was talking to her, I could be wrong, but you know, I'm gonna yeah, that's interesting. But I'm mm-hmm. hoping, like I say, the more they listen to the conversations um, that's happening in that office, which is crazy because that's Lily's office. Why are you mm-hmm. in there? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that's the problem that I I have with the whole Quinn and, and Shauna thing when, you know, is them talking at the office. I mean, why if you're trying to do something underhanded or do something to take somebody down, do not talk about this in public. Right. Oh, that's, that's always the mistake that they make. <laughs> <laughs> I Somebody... mean, like you just said, if Billy's going to meet with Alyssa and knowing that and Alyssa knows that Abby is in some way, shape, or form associated with Chance, why yeah. would you go to society? Right. It's just stupid. You know, and of course people are going to see you, but of course this is the soap, so that leads into other pieces of the storyline so you know it's just in a normal everyday thing yeah you wouldn't do that why would you you know meet at somebody you meet in a private spot where you can't be spotted where people can't hear you but not in a public place like that so yeah that's Mm -hmm. crazy crazy. (laughs) anywho um okay so uh did we cover everything with that storyline um, pretty much. There was one other small thing when um, <clears throat> Victoria went and visited Sharon to check Ooh, on her gosh. and start Ooh. talking about Adam. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me, Victoria? She you was, weren't going she, over she there. She did it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, I just come over here because um, Nick was telling me what you're going through, and I wanted to see how you're doing. Because I know you checked up on me when I was going through things. And she thought she could, that's what I'm saying. You want to call Adam manipulative and sneaky. What mm-hmm. are you? Right. <laughs> what? And it was funny when, um, like, after, not after, but, uh-huh. like, they were, like, halfway through their little scene or conversation or whatever. And uh-huh. then... um Sharon tells her, well, Adam and I decided not to work together anymore for, you know, whatever. Ooh, she was whatever disappointed, reason. wasn't she? Well, she said, Victoria was like, well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Because this was after Victoria, you know, after they went back and forth about her treating Adam mm-hmm. and how it's probably not good for her health and can anybody really help Adam because it's just him. That's, that's just who he is. Um, mm-hmm. And then... And when she says, well, Adam and I stopped working together, and she said, well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? And she said, well, do you run your professional decisions past me? (laughs) You talking about coup de gras. That was a Mm -hmm. gut punch right there. I was like, that's what you get. Because you shouldn't have came up in there being manipulative. Right. But you know what else was interesting that she said in that conversation was, because a lot of people think that he pushed the issue and Sharon told her well he felt that it wasn't in my best interest because of what I'm going through and Victoria looked shocked by that because they don't think that Adam has a caring bone in his body right they don't want to see that there are good things that Adam has done like the fact that he can be a good father when he's not having his moments Mm -hmm. the fact that he tried to save the lives of other people in his family. He took a bullet for his own father. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing that happened with Christian back in the day and mm-hmm. telling, you know, Nick, you know, take care of my son. But they only focus on the negative. There's a lot of positives that came with Adam as well. Yeah. They don't see that. You know, all they see is the fact that, oh, wow, Pops is treating him better than they treating us. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah I'm glad that she told him that that was I mean told Victoria that that was funny yeah I thought so too that was real funny now that we cover everything we didn't miss any, anybody anything oh there was this other small and I don't want to call it insignificant with this whole necklace that Dina is wearing oh yeah and I just don't know where they're going with this I don't know where they're going with that what is with this necklace? Because, yeah. you know, um, Tracy was like, uh, that's a big necklace. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. It must mean something why she sent you that message. And I'm like, okay, what are we doing with this necklace? The storyline, <laughs> period. The video, keep they keep talking about the video and what it means. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. What message was Dina trying to send? I just, I just don't know where they're going with this. And they keep talking about Jack and his love life and dating. And because then in one he moment a... he was about to date, the next moment, oh, I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, I'm just confused. I just don't, I don't know. Like, I have no, um, I have no, like, good grasp of the direction that they're trying to go with this. With yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I'm not, 
I'm not getting it. I mean, and it's like a storyline that's dragging on that they don't know what to do with. That's what yeah. it looks like to me. Yes, it does. They just it's keep adding, fi- adding just, on yeah. different things and they're just not sure where to go with it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. So okay. the um, the other small thing was um Nick and Phyllis kind of all week long talking Girl, about their I, feelings and yeah. it wasn't anything wasn't anything big. It was basically them talking about their relationship and um how each other's uh feelings are when it comes to love and romance and he 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 calls Phyllis cynical and um she says I'm not cynical, I'm realistic and and it's like she um is waiting for their relationship to fail is basically what the whole thing was. You know, so. I'm honestly waiting for that relationship to fail because it's just absolute. It, they're not the to me that I, he had more on screen spicier chemistry with Gina Tognani. Now Michelle I did like Stafford, them together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the way she played Phyllis was a lot more fire. And not saying that Michelle Stafford doesn't have it; it's just not like Gina. And mm-hmm. back in the day when Michelle Stafford and um, Nick, oh, I should say when, you know, well, the Phyllis from back in the day played with the Nick that mm-hmm. we currently have, it worked. But once yeah. we got a taste of Gina, it was like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not I wonder, the same to me. Go ahead. I wonder if it's because, and maybe it doesn't have anything to do with it, Um but I feel like now, because I know that she's like what ten years older than than him in real life. Oh God, yes. Um, Maybe Michelle Stafford little... is in her mid. I think she's like fifty four, fifty five, something like that. And Josh yeah, Morrow like, is in. His, I think he's like forty five. Yeah, he like forty five, forty six, something like that. Yeah. So I don't. And and she, I mean, she looks good for her age. I. So maybe it's not that. I, I just don't know what it is, but it doesn't feel like it did the first time around before Gina mm-hmm. Tognoli took over the you role. You know what I saw in the group that people were saying is that Michelle Stafford actually looked better with Jack. I I was thinking that too when um her and Jack were talking this week. Mm-hmm. Like they actually kind of look good together now. They do. They do. But I and love... Even, mm-hmm. I was going to say, but I've always loved the Nick and Phyllis relationship. Like, their relationship has always been fun to me, and I've always liked seeing them together. So it's not that I don't want them together, because I still want them together. It just doesn't Yeah, but it's so boring now, though. Yeah, it's not as fun as I remember them being. I mean, honestly, to me, the the boring couples and I granted there's a lot of things that they're doing at bold that's making it work versus what they're not doing over at Young and Restless during this pandemic mm-hmm. but I just the fire is not there with these two um, even with even though Bright and Brittany are a real couple in real life and I've said this before I don't know what their spiciness is at home but on camera as Devon and Elena, mm-hmm. I, I just it's just not there's no spark there for me. So <laughs> I mean, it's just not. I mean, and like I said, they could be totally opposite characters, but for what they're playing on screen, there's no energy there. I mean, granted it's romantic, you know, and everything is soft and flowy and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the spiciness that we have had, like 
Okay, and we'll talk about, and I'll just throw this out here briefly. The whole thing with Finn and Steffi is is hot to me. Mm-hmm. Love it. They need something like that. Even with Summer and Kyle, they could do something better with that as well. I mean, because, of course, before the pandemic, I think they had better on-screen cam- uh, chemistry. They could still make it work by doing something as much as they do the scenes with Phyllis and and Nick in the bedroom or her uh, suite at the Grand Phoenix. Why not figure out something? Because, I mean, granted, we have the plots and the dramas and all that. That's cool. Okay, where are we going to get the sex and the romance? Because that's been another part of soap opera since the beginning of time. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. You what do you think? That's just my thought. I don't know. Um I think I don't know. I think there's some there's some couples that just have that spark and we don't necessarily like need the sex and the romance in order to see it. Um and there's some that probably need it. Like I feel like I feel like maybe that's what we're missing with uh, Phyllis and Nick is mm-hmm. we're not seeing the 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 sex the sex scenes and stuff like that with them which they try to they try to play it off with the they'll come back to a scene and like they have just gotten finished or something like that mm-hmm. but I think that was one of I think that's one of my favorite things about them is that they're so um I don't know how to describe it they're, well, they're just a mm-hmm. sexy couple to me. And right now they can't really show it because they can't touch each other. He got a whole wife. I don't know if the wife wants to participate kind of like how Bold does or what their yeah. options are. But um, you know, the other thing is, and I had another point with, with Phyllis and I forgot what it was, but um, I just, I don't know. I just think that they need to, it's something that they could do with this that could really, I don't know, spice it up. I don't know. Maybe it's we could, they, with what they have, they're working with as much as they can do. Yeah. Say, you know, so. Yeah, I'll give them that. I'm glad that they're doing something and it's just not they're doing just waiting something. around. Right, right. They're doing something. So, um, Okay. Was that? I think we covered everything, didn't we? Yep, I believe so. Yeah, because it wasn't but two and, and a couple little small storylines this week on The Young and the Restless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move over to The Bold and the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, we only had a, a snippet of the whole Quinn thing. The rest of the week was about Steffi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Let's knock out the whole um, Shauna and the, this whole called wedding that Quinn is trying to push. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done with them. I, I just, oh my God, that whole storyline is just got out. Of, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I will want, I, I, I was thinking about you this past week when I saw how subservient Katie has become when it came to Brooke and 
forgiving her so easy mm-hmm. after everything has happened. You have been saying that since the past six, what, six weeks or so? Because mm-hmm. that's how it always goes with them. Brooke messes yeah. up. Brooke, Brooke does something to mess up and Katie forgives her every single time. She's Initially, she's mad. But in the end, it's like, oh, I forgive you. I know that you're sorry. It's the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this whole thing, Donna trying to bring him back together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. It was, it was like you said, it was to be expected. Yep. It's old. And then, um, of course, the conversation that Quinn had with Ridge about Shauna wants to get married. She does. And I'm like, why, you know, if she was going to look legitimate with this, at least have Shauna standing next to you. Right. While you're saying this, instead of Shauna not being here and you're telling Ridge this is what she wants. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. I'm like, Queen, you're being so obvious right now. Well, the thing is, she's cocky right now with what she's mm-hmm. doing. I mean, so far it's been working. And usually you don't want to get ahead of yourself if you're trying to do something like that because eventually it's going to blow up in your face when you push too hard. Right. And that's exactly And I see it coming. Mm-hmm. I see it coming. So, all right. So my my whole thing with this, though, is... Mm-hmm. So, of course, Ridge asks her, you know, why why do we need to do this ceremony? What's the point? We're already married. And it's like, mm-hmm. let's not be dense, Ridge. You know why? Because you don't remember it. Um, and because it wasn't mm-hmm. a real, like, a for real ceremony. It was right. a, drunken, a drunken ceremony. Um, so, I feel like Ridge, once again, is play- she, he's playing games because he goes back and forth when he's with Brooke. Um, you're the love of my life. I love you, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I can't get past what you did with Bill. Mm-hmm. And then when Shauna, when you talk to Shauna and Shauna's talking to you, you're standoffish about the fact that you guys are married. Anytime somebody brings up anything about um, their marriage, it's like he has this annoyed look on his face. And he does it again when Shauna brings up the idea of them having a real ceremony. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you really want to be married to this woman, Bridge, why do you get so annoyed anytime somebody brings up you and Shauna being married? Exactly. Just tell Shauna you don't want to be with her. If you don't want to be with her, why are you playing games? Why do you have her? You clearly are using her. You just have her in your back pocket because you don't know what you want to do when it comes to Brooke right now. Exactly. And the minute he exactly. figures out that he wants to be with Brooke, he's going to drop Shauna. And it's like, mm-hmm. you, you know how much this woman cares about you. Just let her go now. I mean, seriously, it's not that complicated. At all. It's not that complicated. I mean, I just think it's the way that this storyline is going, it's just absolutely ridiculous. There are so many ways. And the biggest thing is we wanted a situation where Shauna and him got together organically and they just threw that out. They just blew that out the water. Yeah. (laughs) They made it this whole you know this whole scam of a marriage and being drunk and the text messages to carter and you know who as an attorney gets a text message without actually speaking to the person about filing legal court papers i mean they made him look stupid too 
You know, I mean, if somebody's saying, hey, you know, I need you to file divorce papers as an attorney, I would think you would be like, you know what, we'll discuss this in a formal meeting. You don't take a text message when you can't reach the person. They just right. sent you a text. They should be able to answer the phone. Yeah. That whole thing was crazy. So, oh, yeah, the other thing that happened this week was this interaction between Carter and Zoe. Yeah, I'm not... I'm still not, not feeling it. No. And I again I think it's the age thing for me with the, with those two. They're they just don't to me it doesn't seem like they have anything in common. She seems so young mm-hmm. and he's so much more older and mature. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just I don't know. This the interaction between them this week to me was awkward. Yeah, I I mean even when as much as that whole storyline with Thomas was crazy last spring, you know, the thing is, is that there was a chemistry between those two when they were on, because Thomas, the other guy that, what is his name, Matt Atkinson, mm-hmm. his, he's in that age group. I think he's somewhere around in his late twenties, maybe. I'm not and sure of, how old he is, but he does, he does seem to be like in her age range. Exactly exactly you know it's not like it's far off and listen I know age you know because we have you know people have you know things or thoughts that age don't matter you know because there are couples with large age differences but Mm -hmm. we're talking on screen chemistry Yeah. so when you look at those two it's just not it's not there I mean to me it's just not there I don't see it I I mean she had better chemistry with Xander Mm -hmm. because he was around her age you know or whatever so yeah she was in storylines with like 18 19 year olds and what's the girl that got got killed that was on the show Um, I I can't think of her character's name but she in real life that girl's age at the time she was 18 when she played that and I'm right, and I think sure. he, he, go ahead. I was gonna say, and I'm pretty sure on the show, even on the show, she was she was supposed to be like her age. She wasn't playing an older woman. Yeah, because Kiara Barnes, I think she she's I don't even know if she's 21. I could be wrong. Maybe she's around. I know she's around my kids' age. <laughs> so mm-hmm. okay. I mean, I have a 23 year old and a 20 year old, so I know she's in that age bracket you know and for mm-hmm. um you know for uh, the guy that plays um carter yeah he's in his late 30s i think we said yeah or, he's 30 yeah, yeah i think he said last week he was 38 yeah exactly so i mean i don't see the chemistry there he yeah, had more chemistry though. with maya <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yeah. But I mean, yeah, so I mean, but that's the only other thing besides the whole wedding thing with Quinn and and Shauna and Ridge thing. But the biggest yeah. thing for the rest of this week was Steffi, um, Hope, Dr. Finn, mm-hmm. and Liam. Yep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so first of all, Liam, let's talk about that doctor visit at his office. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Was he out of um, out of place for doing that? Was that his business to go and talk to her doctor? 
No, that's none of his business. Okay. He had no right going there asking him questions about Steffi. And mm-hmm. what he should have done was ask Steffi those questions. And if he didn't think she was being honest with him, then so be it. There's nothing he can do about it other than continuing to pressure her to tell him the truth. But you don't go to her doctor and question yeah, her doctor that- about her care. I mean, that's just like anybody else ex he's married and moved on and he goes to your physician to say, hey, I want to talk to you about the well-being. And I, I mean, granted, most people know that that's a HIPAA violation to share mm-hmm. any private health information with anybody other than the patient unless you have written consent. Uh, right. Liam, you don't have written consent, so he can't give you that the plot thickens because of how Dr. Finn is describing Steffi. Now he feeling some kind of way about that. Right. What do you think about that? Um, I think I think he talked a little bit too much. The doctor. He should have oh, told okay. Liam. He should have told Liam when he came in there asking him questions. Um, I I can't talk to you about this and left it at that. He didn't need to say anything else. He didn't need to describe how he felt about Steffi. He didn't need to say anything about um, what he feels like Steffi needs. That is mm-hmm. none. That was none of Liam's business. So I think the doctor is also in part to blame for um, Liam's Liam's actions because he entertained it. Even though he he told him, you know, I can't discuss Steffi's treatments with you or Steffi's health with you or whatever it was he said, you still went into other details about other things that you guys have talked about mm-hmm. that he should have kept to himself. So here's my thing. What do you think that because remember, Dr. Finnegan, from the conversation that he had with Steffi last week, know the situation of his past relationship or know the situation of her past relationship with Liam do you think that this was his way of sticking it to Liam (laughs) that I'm checking for your girl no because I don't he doesn't come off as that type of well we don't know yet (laughs) we we don't but I haven't seen anything so far from him that suggests that he is a um... uh oh you still there Hello. Okay, there you are. Yep, I'm here. Sorry about that. I had an interruption um, with my um, platform on this side that cut us off. So I apologize for that, you guys. But we're back up talking about the conversation with Liam and Dr. Finn. So what were you saying? Uh, I was just saying, I know that we don't really know much about the doctor, but he doesn't, his character so far hasn't, doesn't strike me as a type to be, um, I guess, I don't know what the word is for. He doesn't seem like a troublemaker. Yeah, he doesn't seem petty to me. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that he was trying to stick it to Liam or anything like that. Um, I just think that he, they just wrote him as I don't want to say an idiot, but he he just said too much. That he, he said things that he didn't need to say to Liam. Liam didn't gotcha. need to know any of that conversation that um that Steffi had with him about 
her relationship with Liam and her their background, you know, as far as the drama that they've had with each other. All okay. of that could have been kept to his, he could have kept that to himself. Because she, I mean, she was basically confiding in him. And I know that he's not a therapist or anything like that, but if he was, you're basically telling your patient's business. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was definitely gushing over Steffi to Liam. And of mm-hmm. course, Liam is picking all that up. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you about this. Liam's response after hearing that is it a situation that he figured that his doctor doctor stepping over the line and it's a problem or is he jealous I think that he legitimately feels like the doctor is stepping over the line I don't think he's jealous at least right now I don't think really Mm -mm. okay so I think there may be like a tinge of okay maybe a a small bit of jealousy but I don't think that it is just flat out I'm jealous because Steffi is moving on I think he has a legitimate concern about whether or not the the doctor can be objective about her health um, and be and have feelings for her at the same time because what he's thinking is what if he's giving Steffi pills because he just wants to make her happy and he wants to be on her good side well, she hasn't so you, done, but, uh, and of course, mm-hmm. Liam doesn't know that. So that's, it's good that Finn hasn't shown that he's, he's going to allow Steffi to talk him into, to doing something for her that he shouldn't be doing. But Liam doesn't know that, that that's not happening right now. So I feel like that's what he's thinking about. And still, okay. it's none of his business. Um, but I, I do think it's unprofessional as a doctor, if you're treating somebody that, you fall in love with him and you continue to also be their doctor. He should have removed himself from, from, uh, from her situation and assigned her a new doctor, just like he said he was going to do instead of letting Steffi talk him into continuing to, to treat her. So how does that work? Cause I'm not sure. I mean, I work in the healthcare field. But how does that work if the patient consents into allowing both dynamics to work with that? Does, is that okay if the patient consents to do that versus something opposite of that? So I don't know. I mean, because he definitely wanted to walk away from this. He was like, look, you know, due to my feelings with you, I need to remove myself. And she was like, but I don't want you to do that. I want you yeah. to be my doctor and I want you to see where we can go with this. So with her standing on that, is that unethical if the patient mm-hmm. is like, no, nah, I'm paying him to be my doctor, but I also want him to be my man. I honestly don't know, but I guess I look at it this way. So let's say, um, so we so we know what happens this week as far as Steffi taking those pills that Vinny gave her mm-hmm. and she's passed out. Mm-hmm. So let's say that her and Finn were in a relationship and their relationship developed because they were doctor and patient. It wasn't, you know, they weren't dating before. Mm-hmm. It happened because um, because of a professional relationship and she overdoses the first person they're going to question is Finn. How much were you prescribing her? And if let's say that he was giving her more pills than what she needed, 
I'm sure he would be in trouble for that. Where you you were giving her these pills because she's in a relationship with you and she kept asking for them and you should have cut her off when you didn't. Would you have done this with any other patient? So I yeah, but see the thing is, then as as her being in that relationship with him or wanting to, now mm-hmm. it's some honesty that has to come up on her end. And if she truly have an affection for Doctor Finn, you gonna fess up and say, "Well, he didn't give me these pills. My brother's friend sent them to me as a gift." Oh yeah, and for so, sure. I'm, you know, I'm just I mean, saying. I'm just saying. Big picture well, yeah. Wise. I mean, let's say that that wasn't look the at case. Him, Right, but they're going to look at him. I mean, granted, if, yeah, it's wrong if you overdosing any of your patients, whether it's your wife, your husband, your kids. Yeah, that's wrong if you're giving medication that you shouldn't be. This and particular, that, go ahead. No, you go, you finish. Oh, okay. This particular situation with this storyline, she's going to have to fess up. If, mm-hmm. she, if is she going to be more about covering herself versus covering Dr. Finnegan? Because what's coming up based on what we see with her being passed out and more than likely Liam is probably going to find them pills with no label on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of him asking, you know, where these pills come from, blah, 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 he's going to automatically assume that right. Finn gave it to her. Yeah. Now, granted, his reputation is definitely going to come to question, but mm-hmm. there's got some truths and some investigation got to happen. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see where they're going to go. Now, what, what were yeah. you going to say? I was just I was just going to say I, I wasn't saying in this situation that that's what was going to happen, because obviously it's going to come out that those pills came from Vinny. But I was mm-hmm. saying with the whole uh, the whole ethical side of it let's say that it wasn't that they didn't come from Vinny and let's say that Finn kept giving her the pills. That's where the whole ethics thing comes into place because are you doing a favor for a loved one or a friend that you wouldn't do for someone that was a regular patient because, because your, your brother or your sister or your mom or dad or your boyfriend or girlfriend kept asking you and begging you to refill these pills because they had an addiction that you knew that they had and you gave them to them because you just wanted to make them happy and you didn't want there to be any tension in your relationship that's that's an ethics issue because you're doing you're doing a favor for someone that you know versus if it was just a regular patient you probably wouldn't do that same thing and I think that's where Liam is coming from I'm wondering how that works because there are a lot of doctors who have families and do they treat their mom? Do they treat their kids? Do they treat their wives? Yeah. I don't know how that works. I mean, I guess they stay in the, uh, in the whole line of professionalism, I guess when it comes into play is, are you going above and beyond and what's necessary? But yeah, I don't know how that works either. I don't know how that works. I mean, can they can they treat members of their family, or is there rules against that? I don't know. I've seen, uh, and of course, it's just it's just TV. But mm-hmm. I I feel I've seen on TV shows where they'll tell like, let's say it's a a family member of of a doctor, they'll tell them that you're too close to this case. We're not going to let you work on it. So I don't know if that happens in real life or if that's just a tv thing yeah i don't know that's interesting but um 
Yeah, I, I mean, you're. I, that's interesting because there's a vast majority of people who in the groups that are thinking that, oh, yeah, Liam's jealous. But there mm-hmm. are some, like yourself, who says, oh, no, he's looking at this being an unethical. Mm-hmm. I guess and- where I am is I understand the ethics in this because you, you, you can put yourself in a precarious position even in the legal sense of things, being close, too close to something, which is why judges and stuff like that recuse themselves because they're too close. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that some of the things that Liam was saying in regards to, but did you see how he says that she's gorgeous and that she's beautiful? And it looked like he had an issue with that or if it was um, something that was distasteful to him for saying how attractive she was. Okay, I Mm -hmm. can understand him being worried about the fact of the pills or if he gave her too many pills. But by him expressing how attractive she is, why does that bother you so much? (laughs) I I mean, honestly, I I thought it was a little weird for Finn to even say that to him like if I'm talking to my let's say it's my sister's doctor and he starts talking about how attractive my sister is I'm I'm gonna look at you a little sideways you're her really? doctor why are you telling me okay. about how attractive my sister is like that to me that would be weird okay so gotcha. uh, but I don't know I mean This is what I don't like about the writers on Bold and the Beautiful is they don't make it a situation where it's clear cut. Liam is obviously jealous. They make it a situation where Liam is just concerned because she is the baby or she is the mother of his daughter. So right now it just looks like to me, it just looks like he's he's concerned because he does care about Steffi and also because Steffi is Kelly's mother. Um. If it was that, this is why I wish Finn would have just taken himself off of her, off of Steffi's case. That way, there could be no more issue, and Liam wouldn't have anything to say about him being unprofessional. Now you don't have any excuse at all to be sticking your nose in my business because he's not my doctor anymore, and we're dating. So you can't. There's nothing that you can say about it. Yeah, I mean, that definitely makes sense, if, you know, if he just removed himself from it. But like you say, the way that Bowles wrote this, they want to monkey up the water mm-hmm. where it can go two different ways. And they like creating division with their fans. Yeah. You know, whether it's Hope versus Steffi or Brooke versus Shauna or Ridge versus Bill or whatever. They always want to create a diversion tactic between the fans because they keep everybody talking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, because, and even with this discussion we're having right now, jealous versus ethics. Yeah. That's the other, you know, division that's here because people have many perceptions on how they see things. I could look at one object and see one thing. You can look at that same object and get something totally different from it. So, and that's what's happening here is that, and, you know, I put that question out there in the group. Mm-hmm. Is he jealous or is he, you know, concerned about blah, blah, blah. And the the responses were 
on both sides of the spectrum. You had some, oh, yeah, he's being concerned because he's not supposed to be doing that. And then you had others like, dude, you way too invested. Let Thomas and Ridge handle it. If it's a problem, you worry about your daughter. Stay out of Stephanie's personal life. And so, I agree with I mean, that for sure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was agreeing with Thomas. I'm like, you know, Thomas was handing him his face because at mm-hmm. one point, it's like, what if it wasn't a, a medical situation with these pills? Would he be okay with another dude being around his daughter? Because yeah. technically, Liam has been sitting in the catbird seats for the last 12 years, bouncing back and forth because he knew when he wasn't with the other, I can go back to that one. Now right. I'm with this one, I can go back to the other. He doesn't have, this is the first time in 12 years that we basically seen, besides Bill popping into that situation with Steffi. And Wyatt. And the, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Wyatt, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, it was weak compared to the triangle that has been between the three of them. Mm-hmm. So now we get a whole new dude who's not a Spencer, who's not anybody related to anybody, who's now like, you know what, I like you, I'm interested in you, I think you're attractive, let's do this, and now it's mm-hmm. a problem. So that's why you got fans like, dude, you just hating that you can't get back over there no more. <laughs> yeah, this is, and this is why I wish that it wasn't, I, I wish this wasn't how Finn was introduced. Right. Because... I would, I, it, it would have been better if it would have been because it was just a legit him and Steffi met somewhere and they started mm-hmm. dating because now there's no reason for, there wouldn't be any reason for um, Liam to say anything about what they're doing. And now they've made it, like you said, they've muddied the waters where they made Finn her doctor. And now this is a reason why they have Liam involved in their situation. Because he's got this, he's got this somewhat legitimate gripe about how unethical it is for him to be interested in Steffi while he's treating her. Now, here's the other thing, and I hope they're not going to go this route. Um, I mean, I'm hoping this don't come where Steffi has to choose between him or her daughter, because with these pills being in her system and Mm -hmm. all of this because there's been looming about this whole thing of they thinking Hope was going to try to take custody. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Liam trying to take custody of Kelly because mm-hmm. of what has happened? Right. So it's going to be up to Steffi to be able to tell the truth. Are you going to throw Vinny under the bus and take accountability for the fact because Thomas had nothing to do with this. He don't even know those pills are in, in the house. Right. Finn had nothing to do with this because he didn't give her the pills. Steffi is going to have to be honest. And a lot of people are wondering if she's going to tell the truth. I think she will. I hope and she will. I hope that she's not put in a situation where she got to now look shady. You know, I'm hoping she just say, no, 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 it wasn't him. Or I'm hoping that she don't have amnesia. You know, something happened to her. What happened to me? What pills? Mm-hmm. I don't remember taking any pills. And now it's stuck on him to prove because nobody know about them pills but Steffi and Vinny. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think she's gonna throw. Um, I don't see her throwing Finn under the bus. I think she likes him, and I think that she'll, 
make sure that he's not blamed for um, her overdose or whatever this is going to end up being. It's too easy. I have a feeling that she probably is not going to remember where she got them pills from. You think so? Because, I mean, why go through to be that easy you know, why go through the whole scenario with Liam finding her? She's knocked out, got the pills. Oh, yeah, by the way, Vinny gave me these pills or wasn't saying, and we move on. Why even have that storyline if it's going to be that easy? I don't know. I hope maybe that to give it the, that easy. <laughs> maybe to give it the initial until Steffi wakes up, it's going to be, they're going to be blaming Finn for it. You think she's going to be in a coma then? Maybe not like a a severe coma, but I think maybe she'll be knocked out for a day or something like that. And then when she wakes back up, she can say, then it wasn't Finn. Like, I feel like what's going to happen is Liam and Finn are going to get into it because mm-hmm. Finn is going to be like, I didn't prescribe her anything else. And that'll be easy for him to, to prove because where did Steffi take this prescription to? Or it, are there any more prescriptions in Finn's name? So unless he stole some pills, from the hospital, which that is true. Don't they take? Don't they have like accountability of of their medications and stuff like that? I'm trying to think because they're supposed to put it in the chart when the last time because that's how they keep up with the amount of dosages that a patient received. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in the medical chart, it'll show what the doctor gave and when. Now, yeah. how they could mix this up and say, "Wait a minute," but you you're interested in her how do we know you just didn't document this and it's so many girl it's so many ways to twist this thing up yeah i just i just don't have a feeling that they're going to to make i hope not turn finn into the bad guy um, and blame him for what happened and if anything i i think Steffi will remember and she she will let them know that it wasn't him that gave her those pills or they find the teddy bear in the box with the note in it. Well, no, it was a text message, wasn't it? No, it was a note. It was a note. Yep. Oh, that's the other thing. They could twist that and see that gift, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he thinking that, see, I know you gave her this gift, blah, blah, blah. But Finn don't know nothing about the teddy Oh, girl, we're going to have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So let's talk about, because, you know, the whole thing with that was crazy, but Hope, did you mm-hmm. see how she walked up in there and she saw him? Girl, her face lit up like oh, yeah. a Christmas tree. She was definitely excited. <laughs> yeah, because that means that Steffi is out of her orbit with Liam. Mm-hmm. And she was basically trying to tell Liam, you know, hey, calm down. This is the happiest that I've seen her in a while. I think she's doing fine. Leave her alone. Exactly. Yeah, she was all, she was, she was giddy when she got back to um, the office. Spencer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about how how happy Steffi seemed and um, she said that she thought that Liam would be relieved to, to know that she's finally moving on. Hmm. And Liam keeps saying, um, I don't care who she dates. He keeps saying, yeah, he keeps saying he doesn't care about Steffi dating again. He just doesn't think what's going on with with Finn is right. So, girl, uh, yeah, but that was pretty much we didn't have nothing else. We talked about Quinn, yep, we talked about, um, 
uh, Carl and Zoe, and then this whole thing with the rest of the week with Steffi and um, Finn. But do you see the chemistry between her and him? I do, which is funny because um, they can't, again, it's another situation where the actors can't touch each other right now. But somehow, and I don't know if it's just because I'm so desperate for Steffi to move on with someone else. Um, but to me, I, I feel like they have good chemistry so far. And they use um, his wife, Kayla, mm-hmm. to play that part in um, kissing him. Because, um, you know, if from behind, their hair is similar. Yeah. <laughs> but when they're that next day, when they showed the scene where they showed her face, you can tell that wasn't Jacqueline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was actually Kayla. So I'm glad they're doing something. Young and the restless, y'all need to take some notes from Bold. I mean, <laughs> hey, can y'all get some 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 wives and husbands over there? I right. Mean, I mean, and then you got real life couples on screen. Even if they're not going to use Mark and Sharon, they could use Brighton and Brittany, you know? Yeah. Do something with them. They're actual couples, so they have options. I, I just, you know, depending on whoever the background people is over at the Young and the Restless, they're just not doing it like Bold is doing it. So. Yeah. Did you uh, not care on Thomas when he told Steffi she needed to take that picture down? <laughs> ooh, yes, she did. <laughs> I think everybody in around the globe that's watching this show is saying, Take that, that picture, picture down. down. And yes. then you see what she said. Oh, I want Kelly to see our mom and dad happy. Girl, she can please. see that. What girl? <laughs> Come on. You ain't fooling. I mean, nobody. okay, get her a small picture to put in her room mm-hmm. on her little stand. But this big one sitting in the living room? No. Yeah. It's, it's over. Yep. And Thomas hit her right on the nail. He said, "You. That's not for Kelly. That's for you to look at. Um, every morning when you wake up and every night when you go to bed." Kelly yeah, don't have nothing to do with that. Kelly ain't even been there. And that little girl at this point in time, she see her actual dad. She right. see her actual mom. That picture does nothing right, right now for her. Exactly. So, yeah. that I'm glad that they brought that up. They do need to take that picture down. That picture been up there forever. Yeah. And that's, so that's what I can't wait to see is when she finally takes it down. I want to see um, if, they, if Liam gives a reaction to that. Yeah. Because he's the only one that really hasn't said anything. Hope has an issue with it. Brooke mm-hmm. has an issue with it. Yep. Thomas. You know, now Thomas have an issue with it, but Liam ain't saying nothing because he, and I just honestly, there's a part of me that thinks that Liam does feel he has domain on both of those girls. Always been like that to yeah. me. So, yeah. All right. So we got to do the flip the script for. Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful and mm-hmm. I will let you go first. What's your flip the script for Young and the Restless? Um, so mine is I wish this whole situation with Alyssa and Adam's story, whether it be the, the story in Kansas or the whole Vegas thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Billy would just tell, I wish she would tell Victoria no. I wish he, I wish he wouldn't have even entertained the idea of running this story but I'm hoping that um, something will bring him to his senses and he'll change his mind he'll tell Victoria if you want this story to come out you're going to have to go about it another way because Victoria is clearly using him oh absolutely um, she don't care about that Yeah, mm-hmm. and 
she has no reason other than like we were saying earlier um she just feels like she needs to get revenge on them for what they did to her um when when Adam was in that seat and it's mm-hmm. just she's dragging other people into her mess and i hate i don't want to see billy um get into more drama behind her mhm i think he's got a good thing going with um this new company and his partnership with Lily. Um, and I feel like this is just going to drag all of that down. And I'm hoping that it doesn't, it's, it doesn't result in either Lily quitting or him being fired or being let go from, uh, from chance Com. Gotcha. Because I have a feeling okay. that Lily doesn't know all of the, the ins the and outs details. of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I find it yeah. hard to believe that she would be okay with this. And Jack is telling him, "No, you don't. You shouldn't do this. This isn't a good idea." Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, what about Bolt? Um, I think I've, I've already kind of said it earlier. I I hope at some point I hope Finn stops being uh, Stephy's doctor, and I wish that he would have stuck to that on Friday. Even though Steffi said that she was comfortable with him, I wish he would have just been, he just would have put his foot down with her and said, um, I'm, you know, I'm interested in dating you. And if you're interested in that as well, then we can't, I can't be your doctor anymore. And I wish he wouldn't have folded on, on that whole thing. Because it's given to me, that would have been a way to get Liam out of her business. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yep, he wouldn't uh-huh. have any. There wouldn't be anything else he could say. Nope. 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 For me, on um, the young and the restless, I honestly want a turnaround for Sharon because I want her to get back to, you know, this. I, this is a long storyline. I think this storyline started earlier this year or late last year. I want her to get better. You know, I don't know how long this is going to go, but she's struggling right now. And I kind of want where they write her to be more courageous than Mm -hmm. to be folding because there are a lot of strong fighters out here Mm -hmm. of this disease, you know, and don't, you know, give up and give, get lost into unnecessary outside things that she actually fight this. She has a confidence. She becomes an advocate, maybe start a group. Going with confidence, you know that's that's what I'm. I was hoping that they could do. Um, on bold, uh, I mean, because it's not much. I, we've talked about some of the things that we wish we could happen. I just want Steffi to be honest mm-hmm. when this all comes out. That's what I'm hoping for. That when if you know wakes up, hey, how'd you get these pills? Because they blaming me. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, my, my, my brother's friend sent this to me as a secret because he knew I was in pain. Let's get that out the way and get to Steffi and Finn's romance. Mm-hmm. And if they want to create a triangle with Liam looking some kind of way because now it doesn't matter about her being with him, yeah, give us that energy that way, not making it where Finn gets thrown under the bus. So Right. I agree. Yeah, that's what I got. So... Anywho, it was a great show. We got good stuff coming up next week. There is a, on the Young and the Restless, there's proposals. A couple okay. of them. Okay. Um, 
What else? Um, <laughs> you will like what Theo does. I'll just say that. I'm excited and to see then, that. Yeah. And then with Bo, I don't have anything as of yet because I haven't seen any, you know, snippets of anything or even a promo for next week. So I haven't seen. Next... Oh, huh? sorry. No, go ahead. I was say I haven't seen like any any trailers or promos, but I did read um I read some like some spoilers for next week. Mm-hmm. Um that have to do with of course Steffi's incident and her being confronted by um Brooke and Liam. Oh um, god. Yeah. Brooke and Liam and I can't remember if Hope was in that too. But I saw something that said something about Steffi basically going off on Brooke um, because, of course, they're going to try to get her to admit her problem, her issue that she's having with pills. Uh, And then make mention of Liam possibly taking Kelly out of the home. So I don't know if these are... I know. I don't know if these are um, legit spoilers, but it was Mm -hmm. on... um, on being on the B&B's Twitter page like gotcha. some, it was like retweeted or posted or something like that or maybe they were tagged in it okay. remember. so okay well we shall see just keep watching 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 yep alright guys thank you so much for a great show today Keisha I appreciate it as fun as usual mm-hmm. I had fun too and uh, you guys, thank you for also listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, continue to tell others about the show. We'll love to have them come and listen and join us. And as always, stay safe, be healthy, be happy, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.